0: Hey y'all and welcome back to yet another episode of money making honey the podcast it is me the voice Ray Broadnax and y'all um today's episode is gonna be it's gonna be pretty heavy so honestly I would suggest that um you listen to this podcast by yourself um and then once you listen to it and you know kind of I guess, you know, break it down for whatever it is. You, it, you know, it is for you. Then maybe you can share, um, you could listen to this with a friend or with somebody you do have a very, um, you know, safe and comfortable relationship with like a good relationship. I would not advise listening to this with people that maybe you have some type of unresolved issues with and most particularly family. Okay. Cause I know how, Things can get we gonna get a little. Today we're gonna to be talking about um separating from toxic family members, abusive family members, family members that bring the worst out of us, demonize us, you know, drain our energy, those type of things. Um, so where I wanted to start with this, um, I have been on. My spiritual journey, my journey to healing, you know, becoming a woman for, for a little while now. And I've gotten to the point on my journey now that I've realized that I'm so far into it that I can't turn back. Like I don't have an option as far as it's like, I can't stop this healing process. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a choice, but to do it at this point and while realizing that I've also came to realize that there are a lot of people around me that aren't on this journey, on the same journey as me and probably won't be for a while. So me being on this journey, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable, including, and especially my family or some, some of my family. And it, it, it makes them uncomfortable and it makes me realize, like I said, some people aren't on this journey and they won't be anytime soon. So it's become so evident even more now to me that a lot of people around me, there's traumas and things that they don't want to heal from. That they refuse to heal from or maybe that they don't even know they don't even know that there's healing to be done and a lot of people are truly comfortable with living in a lie or living in a facade of i'm okay everything's okay and i'm not i'm not comfortable living like that so me being on this journey is going to Agitate some people is going to reveal certain things to me It's going to put I guess you would call it a strain on some of my relationships. Um, I don't see it like that at this point. I feel like whatever, whoever got to go, they just have to go because I'm just, I'm determined to, to, to complete this journey. Um, I've also come to realize that (sighs) this, this journey is, is I already knew it would not be easy, but there are going to be many ups and downs. And a down, I had a, I had a serious down when I first started it about, about a year ago now, but I'm having one at this point because I'm realizing that this thing is gonna go on for the rest of my life as far as healing. There's always gonna be something else that I have to learn about myself. There's always going to be a lesson that has to be learned. There's always going to be another obstacle. And while it is, it's, 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 it's exciting, I guess you would, I could say, to know that I will be learning and that I'm open to learning and I am learning and my eyes are open to what's going on around me and stuff like that. But it's also kind of depressing, like, for the rest of my life, I'm always going to be seeing that something is wrong and that I have to correct something I'm, for the rest of my life. I'm going to be, uh, you know, self-assessing the things that I do, the situations that I'm in. Um, I'm going to be figuring out things that traumatize me and why they traumatize me and stuff like that. That is exhausting, y'all. It is so exhausting, but... I, ref- I can't, I can't unsee the things that I've seen. I can't unlearn the things I have learned on this journey so far. So like I said, when it comes to family, um, I want to be as open and transparent about this as possible while also being respectful of my family and myself. So that is what I'm going to do. But I am going to share this message because I feel like I mean, I know for sure there are plenty of other people that are going through this and just don't even know where to start. Cause like I said, it's family. So toxic family, abusive family and separating from them. Have I done this? Yes. I have had to separate from certain family members because of just toxic behaviors, um, being disrespected being belittled, um, them not being trustworthy, me not feeling safe around them, or when it comes to anything in relation to them, whether that be physically, mentally, emotionally, I don't feel safe and I am tired of feeling like that. This is something that I have been dealing with since I was a child. Um, honestly, and I've done got to the point now where I'm saying, no, I'm not going to accept these behaviors. And of course that has not come without a challenge without backlash without tears without arguments without exhaustion of course not um we are told that you know family is the most important thing yada 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 all supposed to stick together and I feel like especially in black culture I can only speak on being black because I am black we are taught those things and we are also simultaneously taught that even when our family disrespects us, when they cause us harm, when they abuse us, when they physically harm us, when they emotionally and mentally abuse us, when they are untrustworthy, when they cause us harm in any which way, shape or form, we are supposed to automatically forgive them, act like it never happened, keep going with our lives. Um, and if you don't, if you don't, then you are the aggressor and (laughs) that's what I've been going through lately um but I've gotten to the point with that too y'all where I don't give a damn if they feel like I'm an aggressor it is not an easy thing to stand up to your family and pretty much pretty much like disrupt this, like the, the normal, what do you call it? Like the normal, I don't know, rotation of things and how things usually go. Me telling people that are abusing me and stuff like that. No, I've been told I'm starting stuff. I've been told I'm, I'm doing too much. I've been told I'm being hostile. I want to fight all because I have asked people to stop disrespecting me to treat me with respect, talk to me a certain type of way, and that I'm I, that I expect a certain type of like you know, I I expect to be treated a certain way in general. Um I've had to learn most importantly though, really that with everybody that I know and every relationship I have and everybody in this whole entire world, when people interact with you and stuff, they are literally doing the best that they can. Right? They are doing the best that they can. They are doing that the best, the best that they know to do, with the with you know with the certain, certain circumstances. They're doing the best that they can with the traumas that they have. They're doing the best that they can with the things that they have not dealt with, and you know they're doing the best that they know how to do. That does that they're doing the best that they can do as far as loving you and how they treat you and stuff like that. And once you truly believe that about people, that they are doing the best that they possibly can, that makes it so much easier for you to give grace. And I have been very graceful, and I'm being very graceful, and I'm and I'm I'm so glad that I have been able to grasp that concept. But the thing about giving grace, understand that giving grace does not mean giving up your peace. Giving grace does not mean giving up your respect giving grace does not mean accepting being treated, whichever type of way. Giving grace does not mean dismissing abusive and toxic behaviors. Giving grace means that you, you see that these things are going on and you understand this person don't know no better. They don't know any better and they're doing the best that they can. So you're not returning to them what they're giving to you. But at the same time, you don't have to accept, the type of love that they're giving you. They might be loving you to the best of their ability, but that does not mean you have to accept that. Okay. You don't have to accept, you know, like I said, somebody abusing you, making you uncomfortable, whatever. You don't have to accept it. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your siblings, cousins, aunts, uncle, grandparents, yada, yada, yada. And it it, is so much harder. It's so much harder when it's family, because when you stand up and say, I don't like this or blah, blah, blah. They try to tell you, oh no, you need to, y'all are this, that, and the third, and it doesn't matter. Everybody always wants to tell you, the person that's saying no, that you're wrong, that you shouldn't be doing this, that you're making everybody uncomfortable when they should be telling that to whoever it is that's being an aggressor, who's harming you. If we are a family, why would you treat me this way? If we are a family, why is it, why is it a problem why does it why does it why does it make you feel hostile and whatever else because i'm asking you simply for a certain level of respect why it don't make sense that type of shit do not make sense to me and i've i've had gotten i've gotten tired of pretending like it does so at this point i just do what i have to do say what i have to say and Y'all, this process of the separation and doing, you know, whatever's best for me and whatever else, it has been so exhausting. It has been so exhausting. I have cried, I have begged, I have pleaded, literally, literally for my cries and pleas to be demonized, okay? And and me, me asking somebody, please don't treat me this way or talk to me this way or whatever to be turned into I'm trying to start some, I'm trying to fight, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. I have cried, I have begged, I have pleaded, I have did everything I possibly can to try to change the narrative and completely exhausted myself at a point. There was two conversations I can recall having that literally left me exhausted, trying to explain to my family members, to certain family members or whatever, that's what's to love and care about me that these certain behaviors are not okay. You know what I'm saying? And the conversations literally, literally left me exhausted. I would never forget them for the rest of my life. Y'all was in the army. I went to basic training. That was the most physicalness I ever had to do. I remember doing an obstacle course and I was so exhausted, I was crying. That exhaustion had nothing on the exhaustion I felt with these, these two conversations that I'm referencing. I literally had to stop mid conversation on one of them and and just hang up and hang up the phone because I was that exhausted. I I hadn't even did nothing physical. It wasn't even a, excuse me. It wasn't even an argument, but I was that, it took that much out of me. I literally had to just say, you know what? I'm just hang up and like lay down, take a nap. I was that exhausted I was exhausting myself trying to get people to understand or trying to get people to do the work that they, they did not want to do. They didn't want to do, or they didn't feel like they had to do, didn't know they had to do trauma and trying to address traumas that weren't healed, that people don't know aren't healed, or either they, they know it and they just, they, they are comfortable. They are comfortable with being damaged. Some people are comfortable with that and they are comfortable with that because it's the easiest thing to do. Healing is not an easy journey. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not, it's exhausting. It can be depressing. You start to realize things that maybe you didn't want to realize. And then, like I said, you get to a point on that journey where you cannot turn around, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I done seen and heard this much and I done put two and two together and I figured this out and I'm enlightened about this. I'm, I'm gonna learn more. And am I ready, am I prepared to go to that level? I have lost so much so far getting to where I am today. I have lost friendships I didn't think I would lose. <clears throat> I've had to separate from family members I never thought I would separate from. And I had I have grown to be okay with that, but I had to go through some shit to get here and to, to get to wherever else I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have to go through more. And that is a scary thing and it takes strength. It takes a certain type of strength to say, I'm going to heal. I'm going to do what I need to do to heal. Some people do not want to do that. Some people don't want to do that. And they will take you healing as an insult or you feeling like you better than them or like you crazy, you doing too much, blah, 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 blah. And I've had to learn also with my family and whoever else but most particularly my family, because that's what we're talking about, that I, I can do my work and I'm going to do my work, even if they don't want to do theirs. And I, I, me doing my work is, is what's going to stop this cycle of trauma, abuse and things not being addressed and whatever else. I'm going to stop that cycle because even if the you know people in my family or whoever don't want to do it, when I have children, I will pass this on to them. I have a brother that's 14, about 15 years old. He's still a child. I still got time. I still got time. I, I want him to know that, um, you know, that he deserves a safe space, that he deserves to be loved and respected by the people that love him. And that if he's not getting that love and respect somewhere, he has every right to say no. And if they can't correct the behavior, he has every right to walk away. I don't care who it is. Right? But with me accepting that, learning that and accepting that I've learned I can do the work by myself. And I cannot force nobody else to do the work. And I cannot let nobody else's opinions or disappointments in me or the the risk of a relationship being strained. I cannot let that stop me from doing my work. And I would not. I'm not gonna let it stop me. I don't care what relationship I have to lose by trying to heal myself and, and in the long run, stopping generational curses and healing my family as much as I possibly can. I don't care if I got to lose a, a parent, a grandparent, sibling, whoever cannot respect that. I feel like, you know, whoever cannot respect that I want the people around me, I want my kids to be comfortable living with truth. I want my kids comfortable enough and loving enough of each other to be able to say, I don't like this behavior. Let's fix this blah, 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 blah. I want my children not to have to grow up and feel animosity towards themselves, towards each other because of, um, you know, deep rooted family issues. When two cousins or two siblings or anybody in the family has an issue y'all i realize it's usually not just surface level i had a i have a friend that was telling me uh i guess like a experience she had with her cousin and like things that went on as an adult but when she sat and talked to me about their childhood you realize it's more it's more to it than just surface level we 20 some years old now you getting on my nerves blah 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 It's so much to it and people don't understand that. And you have your family sitting telling you, oh, y'all should not get, not get along and blah, blah, blah. But the reason that we are here today is because you didn't do your work when you were supposed to. This type of, these type of things go on because families allow them to go on and it can be, bro. In black families, so many things go swept under the rug. It does not make sense. Like, let me give you an example. This does not apply to my family, or at least not with my mother, or whatever. But for example, actually, I can give you an example because I have a I have a um somebody else shared this with me. So a family where children were Uh, sexually abused, like by their father or whatever. Those two children grow up and one of the sisters doesn't like the other sister or whatever. And the, the thing with the father had not been addressed as far as getting the children therapy and things like that, that bleeds into the next generation. Y'all t- mom was supposed to be aunts. They fighting and arguing, not getting along or one aunt got, you know, issues. Cause she, did de- you know, certain things happened to her. Nobody ever protected her or whatever. But she feels like the other sister was always protected and got the best of everything. And she wasn't abused and all that type of stuff like that. That, that's a real thing. That is a real thing. You, you feel like, oh, they two sisters arguing. They always been arguing. They arguing about. I don't fucking know, but it's other things that have to be addressed. And, and, and black, black families sweep so much shit under the rug. It bleeds into other things. And then we get these patterns of, of, of just like trauma and just not, not good relationships. People can't get along stuff like that because there are other things that have to be addressed that have not been addressed. And like I said, that that's an example of something that I heard or whatever, a story that was shared with me. Well, like, you know, just a little bit of the story. Um, just to you know, just to give y'all a better view of what I'm saying. Um, I actually kinda lost my train of thought, but yeah. Your family will tell you, you know, certain things shouldn't go on, but they're not doing their part to fix it. Um, you have to be comfortable with understanding that on this journey everybody cannot go with you and that may that may mean family members and if that's what it has to be like i said for me if i if 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 my journey to providing a better future for my children and releasing myself for some traumas and you know what i'm trying, saying trying to make myself a better person if that offends somebody if that if that makes somebody uncomfortable and they don't want to be in my life Or they think that they're going to disrespect me and stuff like that. So the, the, the react, the consequence of that is that they cannot be in my life. Then so be it. I'm so ready and so prepared. Y'all, y'all don't understand for years, for years, there have been situations. Me being, me being the oldest child, my, my, my parents have seven children altogether, meaning seven altogether. I'm the oldest of the of their kids so my mom has four kids including me and my dad has four kids including me so that's seven kids okay i'm the oldest so as a child there were so many things that i had to there were so many things okay so let me back up a little as a child when i was born when i was a young a little child i remember knowing like knowing not when I was born I don't remember being born but when I was a little kid like four or five years old I remember I knew I remember knowing that I had a purpose and there was a reason that I was here okay somewhere between I don't know what age the the devil the universe tried to get to me and made me completely forget about that okay so the world got to me and tried to tell me you're not important. You don't really have a purpose. You're just a little black girl. Blah blah blah. Mind you, like I said, I'm the oldest of, of my siblings. <clears throat> I was only raised though with my mother's children, so I was raised in the house with my mother's children. I always felt like I had a, a it was my job to keep my family together or to keep them getting along, keep things organized. And in a sense, I feel I feel two different ways about that. Um, one, I feel like I shouldn't have felt like that because I was a child. So no child should feel that, like that type of pressure is on them. And it's, it's not necessarily like, I'm not saying my mother purposely made me feel like that or anything like that, or she said anything that made me feel like that. I just always had that feeling. I remember being maybe like 11 years old and being nervous and not being able to sleep the day before the first day of school because I was scared for my brother and my sister like I didn't want them to have a bad day I don't want nobody picking on them like I worried about my siblings as if they were my own children on the other end of that where I say I said that as a child you shouldn't feel like that I feel like I felt like that because that is my purpose. I was put here to to bring some order back into my family, okay? I was here to I was put here to break generational curses. I was here to to start the process of healing and to let people notice to, to to question the status quo, to be a little bit more open-minded maybe than whoever else in my family or whatever else um and to and to start start the healing. I may not be able to fix all of my family's problems within this life, lifespan, within my lifespan, but I know that I will put that, I will put that, that thoughts, spark that in my children's minds or maybe my little cousins or my brothers. Somebody, somewhere, I'm going to start it and I'm going to change the, the, the whole path of my family. That is what I'm supposed to do. That is one of the reasons I was put on this earth, okay? Um, my family, just in general, has been through a lot. Two years before I was born, my mother almost died in a car accident where she lost her mother. Um, they were killed by a drunk driver. My mom had to learn how to walk again. She has metal plates on her arms and legs. They told her she would never have kids, you know? Um, and my mother carried me full term. Um, I was born a year and some change after that happened, or uh, like exactly two years like two years and a month after that and told my mom she would never have kids. My mom had a healthy full-term pregnancy okay and had me I was the first person born it, well how what is that not if that's not purpose I really don't know what is and um somewhere in life between you know the world and honestly within my family, I let something somewhere try to tell me that I'm not great, you know what I'm saying? I let abusive and toxic family members um, drive me to play, to play small, you know what I'm saying? Or I guess to keep them comfortable. And somewhere between a year ago and today, it's like, we're not doing that. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm big dog around this bitch. For real. I'm I'm, I'm I'm the truth and a lie. You know what I'm saying? If everybody want to live a lie, that's, that's fine. You can't do that around me. I'm not living a lie. If it does not make sense to me, I'm going to question it. If it does not make sense to me within my family dynamic, I'm going to speak on it. If it needs to be stopped, I'm going to speak on it. If it needs to be corrected, I'm going to speak on it. And like I said before, if that means certain family members have to go... If, if me saying that I want my family To not only have respect for me But to have it for each other to, to show each other an appropriate type of love To communicate properly with each other To make each other feel safe To not call each other out their names And treat each other a certain type of way If me saying that is a problem Is an issue for somebody To the point that you gotta be nasty and aggressive or whatever else, or you feel like I'm doing too much, you can go. I don't care what what family member, I don't care who it is, what it is, they can go. Because I had to I I had to go back and forth on this for so long. Like it's it's a hard decision to make, y'all. To stand up to your family, that is a hard decision to make. It is a hard decision to make because you 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 fear that When you do that, you, you know, you're making your family uncomfortable. You're breaking your, you know, your grandparents' hearts and stuff like that. But it, it, it has to be done. It has to be done. It has to be done. Because if you don't, if you don't do it, if you don't do what's best for you, you have to spend your life miserable and uncomfortable to make other people comfortable in a lie, to make other people comfortable in a situation that should not exist. I literally had to make that decision I had to make that decision y'all don't know how many tears I had to cry to get to that decision and so one day I called my little brother and I was crying he like why do you like why you keep crying I'm t- like he like he was, he's like I'm tired of you crying I'm tired of you crying like you this is a ever repeating cycle you got the answers you already know what to do you know what to do with that family member you know what to do with those family members cut them off stop talking to them. Stop, stop explaining yourself to them. You're not wrong about what you're saying. They don't care. They don't, they don't want to understand. They like for you to be, you know what I'm saying? They like for you to be this type of way. They like to be able to do this to you. They like to treat you any type of way and you keep coming, you know, allowing them to come back and repeat the same thing. They like that and they're going to continue to do it because you continue to allow them to. So I knew then I had to stop it. And it was a hard decision to make, y'all. I'm not making this podcast and talking to y'all and telling y'all about this as if this is an easy decision. This is not an easy decision. I have cried many tears. I have begged and pleaded before I came to the decision to let certain people go. I have cried, y'all. I have been scared. I have set up at night and... and and just played scenarios in my head and been like, oh my God, I can't do this. Cause what if I cut this person off and then something happens and my aunt, (laughs) I told my aunt that and she was like, God don't work like that. You know, you're not wrong. Like you're not asking for too much. You're not, you're not trying to harm nobody. You are simply, you are asking for such simple things that should be easy for people that love you to give you we 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 will beg our family members our blood parents siblings aunts like it could be anybody we beg them for love and i just had to sit and think about it before like why am i begging somebody to love me that why am i begging for somebody to love me like i like i'm lacking love i'm not lacking love nowhere i have plenty of friends that love me I have plenty of family members that love me I have I have been blessed enough to I am blessed enough to have not one but two best friends who are my soulmates that love me and pour into me and my highs and my lows like not because of what I have when I'm down when I'm set, anything they love and they pour into me and they care about my best interests. their loyalty is unwavering Like you're not going to say nothing about me. They don't care who it is down to our parents. You're not going to say nothing about my best friend, period. Cause I'm going to get you together. I have unwavering love and loyalty. I have a little brother that loves me unconditionally. You know what I'm saying? My, my youngest brother, he's, he's like 12 years apart from me. So that's a whole different relationship. That's like, that's like him being my kid. That's how I know that true love is a real thing my brother is what keeps me is one of the things that keeps me soft that keeps me that that keeps me in check because i i want to be a good person for him but i want to actually be that person that i present to him you know what i'm saying that's real love i have friends from the military that i have not seen probably in six seven years that will literally lay down and die for me that if I, if I had nowhere to go and I'm homeless or anything, I could pick up the phone. I would have somewhere to go. You know what I'm saying? I am not lacking love. So why am I begging somebody to love me a certain way that they are not capable of doing? Why am I begging somebody to love me and respect me and give me a certain t- level of, of loyalty and faithfulness that they can't even give to themselves? They're not even loyal to themselves. How can I expect somebody to be honest with me and treat me a certain way and be open to, you know, dialect and those type of things when they can't even do that for themselves? They don't love themselves and they might not even know it. How am I going to ask somebody to, how am I going to approach somebody about a facade? And tell them, you don't have to live this loud. You don't have to, it don't have to be this, that, and the third. When they are comfortable in a facade. How am I going to ask somebody? Why am I going to beg somebody to give me love and respect and whatever else? Like I said, they can't get that to themselves. Why am I begging somebody else for it? Like I don't have, like, like my cup don't run it over over here. It doesn't matter who it is, y'all. You have one life to live, okay? You have one life to live, I guess, depending on what you believe in. And there's so much love and good greatness out here. And there's so many people that want to love you and want to get to know you, want to be around you, want to have you around. And sometimes those people are not, going to be it's sometimes people in your family are going to be the exact opposite you have to be okay with that and learn how to navigate that to the best of your ability it's not an easy thing and i wanted to talk about this topic because i feel like that's a very heavy stigma too um when it comes to family, close relations or whatever, when you have to cut family off and stuff like that, it's like, it's something that's not really done. And if it is, there's like a stigma behind it that, oh, you know, y'all two shouldn't be not getting along or like you're crazy because you cut off whoever. Because the because the the rule of thumb really with black people is really like, oh, it don't matter if you're... If your dad is, was beating how out you all your life, that's your father. <laughs> You're supposed to respect him. You're supposed to still see him and speak to him at the cookout and be, oh, lovely, lovely father to make everybody else, to, to keep up the facade and make everybody else comfortable, even though you have been uncomfortable all your motherfucking life. And that was just an example again. I don't have that problem. My dad has only ever popped me one time. My dad has never been a physical parent at all. So that's that. But yeah, y'all. <sighs> Anybody that's going through this personally and trying to figure out how to navigate that. Actually, you know what? Let me back up again. I saw on um one of my friends, uh, instagram close friends today she says something about one like something about her mother something that happened and like something about cutting her mother off or whatever and i was talking to her about it and i told her like she was like going off and let me find it so i could tell you what i told her she was very upset okay i told her she said something like, um, that her, 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 her mother was like the root of all of her problems. And she tried so hard not to hate her, but it's hard. And I what I said. I said, you have to work on that. You never let anybody turn you into them or bitter or evil. You have to learn that they are doing the best that they can. But if, but it's just, it's not, excuse me, but it just ain't for you. So you love them from a distance. You, mm, excuse me. I said, I've learned to accept it and let them do them and me me do myself. And that's another part of it too, y'all. Dealing with people that you can't, like with family, you can't, well, I mean, you can, but we can't because we love them. We can't just go and just cut them off, right? So sometimes it gets to the point where it's such a buildup for so long. Like if this was a friend or somebody, you probably would have been beat them up. You know what I'm saying? would have been a fight. It would have been over. But with family, it builds up. And and a lot of times too, like, especially like if it, it becomes, like if it's something with your parents, you start to resent these people. Well, it could be anybody, but she was telling me about her mother. So you can begin to resent people. And it's important, cause I almost got there too. It's important that, you don't let it get to that point. You do not let these people being, you know, you know, awful to you and, and abusive to you. You do not let yourself turn into that. My brother said some shit like that to me before too. And I did not know what the hell he was talking about, but he was like, he told me, he said, I watched you be bullied all your life. Cause I was bullied everywhere. <laughs> okay. School, home, everywhere. And he was like, I don't want, like, you don't need, just don't turn it to the bully. And you can do that when, when d- your family members or whoever is abusing you and you returning it, like they calling you out your name and stuff like that. And you returning, you engage in their arguments and stuff like that. You are becoming the people that you resent the most. So how are you better than them? If you becoming them and you also, you're never going to have peace that way. You're never going to have peace if you continue to argue with them. Let me tell y'all, separating from family members, let me tell you exactly what I did. I cut off all communication. You can't respect me. You can't have a conversation with me. You can't not guess like me and threaten me and stuff like that. I literally don't have a conversation. I've also learned, too, to stop having conversations that are not safe to have. Stop having conversations with people that are committed to misunderstanding you, you have tried. I told you I have tried. I have cried. I have begged. I have pleaded just for my, my cries and, and, and begging and pleading to be demonized and switched into. you're doing too much. You're trying to start a fight. You're trying to start an argument. You're a bitch. You're this. You're da-da-da-da-da. when I'm literally, literally sitting here crying, begging this person to please understand where I'm coming from. Like, just please stop this behavior. I'm literally saying those things. And I'm being responded to with, I'm about to hit you, you're a bitch, this, that, and the third. It's madness. You, you would drive yourself nuts. So, stop trying to have those conversations. Cut those conversations off completely. Okay? I don't have those conversations. I'm not having any conversation with... Somebody that has been that toxic to me that I've had to cut you off. I'm not having any conversation with you until you have started whatever type of healing that you need to do to realize, you know, what, what you are doing. That's harmful to not only me, you know, and the people around us, but yourself as well. Once you're ready to address the issues that you have with yourself, it'll be second nature for you to come to me and know and understand you know what i'm saying what i have already told you a million times It to come with an apology i apologize because i did x y and z i realize now that i was acting this way because x y and z yada 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 and fix it but if somebody's not ready for that you cannot force them into that you cannot force you cannot Keep having these conversations that you know are going to end up. You can make all the sense in the world. You can make all the sense in the world. You can have all the facts in the world. And I've, I done made all the sense I had all the facts. Okay. And, and somebody that doesn't want to have that conversation or somebody that is, is committed to misunderstanding you, somebody that is abusive, manipulative, they are going to change that conversation around a million times until it makes you either upset to the point of your, of anger or sadness. That's what they're going to do. So I've protected myself by not having certain conversations with certain people or not having conversations with people, certain people at all. I don't, I'm not going to hold y'all. It took, it took a, it took a while to get there. It was a hard decision to make. It really was. It was painful. I thought about it a lot about what if this and what if that, but I made that decision and y'all, I feel so much better every day I wake up. I feel so much better. And I have given it to God and I know that God will work it out in his own time. Am I not, am I like closed off completely from dealing with these people or whatever? No, but not under these circumstances, not with this type of behavior going on. Absolutely refused. And I wake up every day and I feel perfectly fine. And when it comes to my family, like all together, I had to explain, um, to them that, I, if, if, if it comes down to it, I won't attend family events because y'all think y'all supposed to tell me <clears throat> how I am and i am not supposed to act, you know, with a certain family member or whatever that is not giving me respect or treating me like a family member or giving me the love that I deserve. You know what I'm saying? The love and respect that I deserve. Y'all think y'all could tell me how I am supposed to act to make everybody else comfortable, you know, to, to maintain a facade, um, so I won't be there because I'm not going to do that. So now y'all are even more uncomfortable. Now, like I've been uncomfortable, and I'm tired of you. I've I've been made uncomfortable just for for wanting basic human things. You know what I'm saying? That people that love you should be willing to give you very easily. Um, So now y'all can be uncomfortable. Then I had to explain. I explained to one family member too, like the 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 behaviors that i'm saying no to these are behaviors that if i was dating somebody and these this somebody was doing this to me you would be asking me why are you with this person like what the fuck like they'd be ready to smack his head off but you think that because somebody is my relative i'm supposed to accept those behaviors i'm supposed to just shrug them off oh the they're just saying that they're not gonna hit you, but if I was dating a man that was telling me, I'm ready to slap the shit out you. But he never hit me though. But he's saying that to me. Y'all be like, what the fuck going on, right? Um, I think that um, I learned also to have just to to keep my expectations of people consistent, whether it be family members, friends, lovers. I wouldn't deal with somebody, you know, talking to me a certain way or threatening me as a friend or as a lover, a stranger on the street, whatever. So why the fuck would I accept it from my family? Why would I accept it from my family? Why do you, why do people feel like, it's like people think that family are the exception, but they aren't the exception when it comes to like, it's like your family can treat you any type of way but they supposed to be the exception as far as like cutting people off and stuff. That makes no sense. I should, it should definitely be, Oh, you shouldn't be cutting your whatever off. It should be that because families shouldn't, treat you a certain way that you would have to cut them off it should really be like that it should really that should be reality that for you to say you cutting a family member off is you just you're just being crazy at this point because family should not treat you a certain way they shouldn't but they do okay and and as sad as it is to say the fact that the matter is blood does not make you family Blood does not make you family because somebody is your blood does not mean that you can trust them. Does not mean that they care about you. Does not mean that they love you, that they have your best interest at heart. And I'm not saying that's necessarily uh, the case for whatever I have going on with my family, but it might be honestly, (laughs) to be honest. And it's, it is the situation for a lot of other people. There's a lot of different things that go into um, you know, family dynamics, like I said, family traumas, family secrets, things that occur in childhood, um, the way parents may treat one child and not treat the other, eat, whether purposely or not on purpose. Um, you know, the way that children interact with each other growing up. Like, it's a lot of things that go into, you know, people not getting along and family problems and stuff like that, and putting on, you know, having cookouts and taking cute pictures for Instagram and Facebook is not going to fix that we have to actually do the work um but everybody's not willing to do it I most certainly am and that's what I'm determined to do and if you're listening to this podcast you probably I'm pretty sure that that's what you're doing too and I just want to say that I'm so proud of you and I'm sending you love and light and all the strength I can possibly send you because you're gonna need it we're gonna need it but we got it y'all it takes It takes an incredible amount of strength. It takes an incredible amount of strength, y'all. Even if you feel like it be getting the best of you and you be crying and exhausted and whatever else, I done been there, honey. And I'm sure I'll be there again. But it takes an incredible amount of strength to stand up and say, I'm going to stop these behaviors. I'm not going to allow this to happen. I'm going to actively break generational curses generational curses y'all are not just teen pregnancy they are not just oh um nobody went to college i'm the first go to, to go to college they are not just oh my family never had money but now so but now i got a business and i got money they are not oh nobody was ever famous in my my family and now i'm famous and people know about me and i got all these instagram followers whatever not saying that anything is wrong with those things but i'm just saying people forget that generational curses are not just financial and college and teen pregnancy generational curses can be broken relationships within families it can be hidden hidden traumas it could be unhealed traumas i have talked i've talked to one of my great aunts like my great aunt i'm very close to and i now that like with my family getting older like my grandparents and stuff i like to talk to them a lot more and get them to tell me about their lives and like about the things they were doing when they were around my, they were around my age and stuff like that. And I listen to my aunt she tells me stories that, and it may not even be a bad story necessarily. It could be anything, but it's literally something I'm watching or experiencing going on right now. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the cycles, they keep going. Life is a loop. Things happen over and over again until you learn the lesson and you fix it okay um my aunt tells me things or i will have conversations with my aunt and it'll be she would say something to me that i just realized or learned or said verbatim like the week before or a couple days before like the shit is crazy you know what i'm saying it's it's this shit is crazy Shit is crazy. And, you know, everything ain't for everybody. So, everybody's not going to understand what I got going on. All my family's not going to understand. This journey is going to make people uncomfortable. And I've had to get comfortable with that. I have lost friends. I have lost family members. I have cried. And this is only the beginning. And I'm not stopping. It's so much that I have to do. And I'm not going to let nothing stop me. Like, bro, what... So who much is given, much is tested. And I had to learn that early on. Like anything can happen, but I'm not going to stop. And y'all shouldn't stop either. Whatever it is that you're going for, whatever happiness that you're trying to create, whatever better future you're trying to create for your children or your future children, don't forget that. Don't forget why you are working through what you're working through. And don't quit when it get hard. Because it's going to get hard. And, I, and, and the thing that keeps me going too, as well, is, is I'm not the only person that has been through this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, there's people that have been through worse than this. And not to say that, you know, you can't feel bad about the things that you're going through, but I'm saying it because you have made it through a bunch of a million things. People have made it through a million things and they have made it. You will make it through this. And your family will thank you. Your kids will thank you for standing up for yourself. For making that decision to stand up for yourself. For cutting off that toxic behavior. For cutting off something that drains you and steals your energy away. And getting your energy back to put into something good. You know what I'm saying? But, I think I'm going to wrap this up. Um, that's pretty much all I had to say. I hope, I hope that I hope I wasn't all over the place. Um, and I hope that somebody got something out of this. I really do. Cause this is a really long podcast. Um, I'm just leave y'all with that and let you know. Um take what you need and leave what you don't. You know what I'm saying? Some of this might resonate with you, some of it might be like, girl, what are you talking about? But take what you need and leave what you do not. Um Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode of Money Making Honey, the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Money Making Honey podcast. Um, make sure you write me about this podcast. Share it with a friend. If you feel like it's that you want to do that, share it with somebody. Um, discuss it with somebody. Discuss it with me, please. Please let me know that my vulnerability is not, is not in vain. Okay. Um, I love you guys so, so much. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast again for the meantime. time. Um, and I'll check you guys. I mean, excuse me. Thank y'all for listening and I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye.